ביקורתי. Eight o'clock, good morning. South Africa is likely to lose an estimated 1.4 billion rand of tourism revenue this year, according to a recent study by the Tourism Business Council of South Africa. It says last year alone the country saw a decline of around 66,000 tourists, and this number could worsen this year. It blames this on changes in regulations. Government wants people coming into the country to appear in person while applying for a visa. It also requires that all minors traveling to and from South Africa to be in possession of an unabridged birth certificate. Senior researcher at Grant Thornton, Eliane Buck, elaborates. We have- had a significant drop in tourism in the latter part of last year. There was the Ebola epidemic, but quite a big chunk of that was also the biometric visas. So we lost 66,000 tourists due to the immigration regulations. In terms of the biometric visa scenario, we haven't properly implemented it as yet. That has been enough of a deterrent to prevent people from coming to our country. So if you think about people living in China, then they can only go to Shanghai or Beijing to appear in person. That was enough of a deterrent not to come to the country. President Jacob Zuma has for the first time defended the actions of police who shot dead 34 striking workers in 2012 at Lonman's Marikana mine in Northwest. He was speaking days before the publication of a report on the most deadly security incident since the end of apartheid. Zuma was responding to a question during a visit to the Shwani University of Technology at Sushanguve outside Pretoria. It is just like if you are in parliament, you don't allow the processes of parliament to go, you exercise your right by depriving other people of their rights. Then your understanding of rights and democracy and freedom is totally cockeyed. It needs to be helped. And those people in Marikana had killed people. And the police were stopping them from killing people. Parliament will need a two-thirds majority to recommend the appointment of the Inspector General of Intelligence. This is the National Assembly is today expected to consider and adopt the report of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence, which recommended the committee's former chairperson, Cecil Burgess, to be appointed as the new Inspector General. Mercedes Percent has more. Cecil Burgess is not only the former chairperson of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence, but was also the chairperson of the Edo Committee on the Protection of State Information Bill. He is the final candidate who was nominated by the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence to be appointed by President Jacob Zuma. The president can only appoint him after the National Assembly has approved his nomination. In terms of Section 210B of the Constitution, a two-thirds majority is required for the Assembly to approve Burgess's nomination. Abroad this morning, the British government says it's setting up a new law enforcement team to tackle the trafficking of migrants in the Mediterranean. This after Eurotunnel train services resumed after being suspended when striking French port workers swarmed onto rail tracks in the port of Calisis and set fire to tyres in a protest over proposed job cuts. Migrants took advantage of the chaos to jump onto a train lorry in the hope of getting to Britain. The BBC's Ben Wright reports. The sight of hundreds of migrants trying to leap onto lorries in France and get to Britain illegally is uncomfortable for the government. And the numbers congregating in Calais are only expected to grow. The government's new 90-strong law enforcement team will include staff from the Border Force, the National Crime Agency, Immigration Enforcement and the Prosecution Service. A handful will be based with Europol in Sicily and The Hague. 
Back home, former President Khalima Montlante has cautioned that the Freedom Charter should not be seen as a document seeking revenge for the historical injustices of apartheid. He says this is rather a document that envisaged the unity of the South African people in a unitary state. Montlante was speaking at an event to commemorate the 60th anniversary of the Freedom Charter in Johannesburg. He says all citizens should commit themselves to transformation. Those who have benefited from the past need also to understand that for as long as economic inequalities define our social landscape, we cannot yet speak of South Africa belonging to all who live in it. Such high level of consciousness enables both sides to acknowledge the long shadow of the past over the present and the commensurate need to fade it away. Your top story this hour, South Africa is likely to lose an estimated 1.4 billion rand of tourism revenue this year, according to a recent study by the Tourism Business Council of South Africa. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlidham. I'll be back with more news at 9 o'clock.